Welcome to episode four of Super States, Practices of Transformation with me, your host, Joshua Peters. If you, like me, find yourself fascinated by this idea of using trance states to develop yourself personally and professionally, whether that's hypnosis or psychedelics, breathwork or sexuality or, or more, you're listening to the right podcast. This week, I'm so excited to talk with Freya Njordan. Freya is a sex educator, an intimacy coach, a hypnotist, and an erotic facilitator. Freya shares powerful techniques of harnessing sexual energy to use in transformational ways. Don't go anywhere. We're about to explore the power of sexual energy for personal development. All right, everyone. I am super excited to be here today uh, with Freya Norden. And Freya is a sex educator, uh, an intimacy coach, and an erotic facilitator. And she's here to talk with us today about how you can use uh, sexuality to uh, facilitate personal development. Uh, So just super excited to have you here today, Freya. Thank you. Happy to be here. Freya, I always like to start out just by starting to get to know a guest a little bit. And so my question is like, how did you how did you fall into this line of work? Like what's your origin, your your story? Mm-hmm. I've been doing this work for a really long time and it it was a, a real gradual progression. My origin actually was massage therapy. And um I had my massage therapy practice and then in my spare time, I was kind of obsessively because I'm an obsessive researcher or reader and learner. I just can't Mm -hmm. stop. So I was reading about um, like everything I could get my hands on, sexual, sensual, erotic, tantric, uh, energy, all that kind of stuff for my personal life. And, um, you know, I'm doing massage therapy and, and I was noticing overlaps of energy and then of course you know therapeutic massage and and the energy that you're bringing into massage and um i think one of the turning turning points was there's a lot of um defensiveness in massage therapy around sexuality and understandably so that's not the venue to be bringing out your sexuality and in my head i was kind of like all right so i'm you know i'm doing deep tissue massage i'm doing sports massage and uh, you know, if a guy gets a boner, then I, I hurt him to make it go away. But in the back of my head, I was kind of like, well, when I get massaged, I get turned on. Just mm-hmm. they don't know. And it has nothing to do with the practitioner. It's just you're relaxed. You're feeling good. The energy is starting to flow in your body. Of course, I, I didn't know that much about it at that time. And, and so I started actually a secondary practice, which was um, really about sensual full body massage which touched every single part of the body, the genitals included, but it wasn't about having an orgasm. It was right. about making the energy flow through you completely. And people loved it. And that's kind of what got me on that journey of, um, I guess, going in this direction to, to where I am today. And um, that's also what got me into hypnosis as well. Um, hypnosis yeah. is a big part of what I do. And I, you know, I started hypnosis thinking, okay, I want to help my clients more. And I, like everything overlaps. 
Yeah. Like everything overlapped. So it was a gradual journey. And, and eventually um, I had these two practices kind of side by side. I actually gave myself um, a different name because I had young boys, I had young kids, and I was doing this um, erotic work and the sexual work or work with sexuality. And I didn't want to have that overlap with, you know, mom <laughs> looking, yeah. at, looking at these two little kids. And um, I was doing it for long enough. And eventually I was like, what would I do all day, every day if I wasn't being paid for it and I didn't need money? And it was, yeah. you know, work with sexuality, talk about sex, facilitate it, learn from it, um, and grow, grow via the avenue of sexual energy, grow and heal. So I threw out my massage practice and uh, here I am. Oh, lovely. It's, it's a really, uh, it's, it's really great when you can start somewhere. And I always find that we're like always being led towards where yeah. we're going to go. Yeah. And so, and so those even sometimes as I look back on my life, there's times that I feel like, why was I doing that? But in the end, it leads you to where you are now. Everything is always leading me back to this work. Like even with um, when COVID happened a few years ago and in Canada, at least we had, everything was shut down completely. Like you weren't yeah. even supposed to leave your house for really long periods of time. And right. I was like, oh my God, am I going to be able to do my work anymore? Because it was all an in, in-person client practice. And um, I was applying for jobs and um, thank God they all failed because this, it, it all came back here um, bigger and even better. So everything's always leading me here. Yeah, that, that's yeah. great. Now, uh, can you tell me a little bit about how you see, uh, I mean, you talked a little bit about this, but in your own words, how do you, how do you use sexuality and sexual energy to facilitate personal development? Like, why is that even important? So personal development is a really broad term. Um, and if we're going to go up, like out of specifics and into general, um, I would say that sexual energy, um, if you view it not as something to just kind of scratch an itch, get you off, make you relaxed, entertain you, stress relief, that kind of thing. Um, if you think of your arousal, or your sexual energy as light or energy or currency, it's the most powerful currency that we have. And um, instead of just sort of habitually getting turned on via your, your habitual turn-ons, which could be looking at porn, it could be fantasizing, it could be using a vibrator, it doesn't matter. There's like, you can cast your gaze out there and get aroused or turned on through so many different avenues, especially if you expand your mind, um, you can make yeah. yourself extremely responsive. A lot of people narrow themselves down, but, um, and then you can use that energy and direct it towards your goals and personal development goals can be anything. It could be creativity. It could be um, more like energy in, in life. If you're tired, it could be healing like actual physical healing in yourself or in other people. That's what like a lot of tantric facilitators and energy workers do. They, they take energy and they actually direct it towards the client's healing. It could be towards deepening your relationship with your partner or serving your community at large or connecting with God, what you think God is. You know, some people think God is the universe. Some people say source doesn't matter. Right. Um, so it's a currency that if you become aware of it and you're deliberate about it, it can be used very, very, very powerfully. 
Now, there's probably people that are listening to this recording and they're like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. So can, can you give us a, yes. an example of the difference between, you know, maybe what what normal, uh, what you would think of as normal sexuality is in comparison to what you're talking about here where you're utilizing this, this sexual energy in a different kind of way? Yeah. And I'm going to use the term stereotypical instead of normal. Because yeah, like perfect. to me as a sex educator and um, erotic hypnotist and I, I do pro-dominate, like normal is really, really broad. <laughs> I, sure. So um, something stereotypical uh, and I'll use language. You're a hypnotist as well. A lot of people will, will know what I mean when I say a closed loop or a habit. Mm -hmm. And what I just mean is, yep. is something that you do sort of habitually without thinking about it. You start it. It goes through the loop and then it closes, kind of like opening a door, take the door yeah. handle, open the door, walk through it, close the door, you've closed the loop. So a lot of people treat their sex that way too. And in a, let's just say regular person uh, who has a libido, because there's also people who don't have much of a libido and their desire is more responsive, but I'll, I'll do that next. So in somebody who has a libido, you're going through your day or you wake up or something and something provokes you to feel a little something. Now, they might think, oh, it made me horny. That might be the language that goes on in the head. Mm -hmm. My language or the language of maybe being, being more um, tuned in would be, oh, that activated my sexual energy. So if you feel something, mm, mm, mm. starting to get a little, oh, okay, that, like, starting to get a little turned on. What it means is that something has activated you or you have responded with some activation. And then you get horny, so you either shut it down in order to, to like focus on work or something like that, or you um, pursue it by looking at materials like porn, checking people out, um, fantasizing, or you know doing something that will make you more and more turned on to the point where you have enough internal energy and motivation to do something about it, um, right? But you have to get turn. You have to have enough of that energy in order to have motivation. Then you have the motivation to either masturbate to ejaculation, where you've gotten rid of the energy. So you've closed the loop. Mm -hmm. You're it's done. It's like a genital sneeze. You've gotten rid of the energy, or you persuade a partner to have sex with you. And again, it's it's more involved. It's more activated usually than masturbation. But then once you orgasm, you again close that loop, and it's kind of like now you're wasting the energy. Not that there's anything wrong with just having, having a, a habit like that, but you could use that energy for more. Um, in somebody who doesn't have a libido, their closed loop would be somebody pesters them to engage in foreplay. <laughs> the foreplay will turn them on and activate enough energy in their body in order to hopefully have an orgasm. They both do. And then the loop is closed. And um, there's a lot of people in long-term monogamous relationships who don't, who have responsive desire instead of active desire. So mm. that's not pathological. It's just something that can happen. So what I'm saying is that if you want to use it, then you deliberately pay attention to notice, cultivate and activate your sexual energy, not to just the point where you can spill it out. You have to raise your threshold of how much capacity that you have for that energy in your body 
and yeah. raise it and raise it and raise it and raise it and raise it. And that's where you start to get full body ecstasy, which is really, really fun and super hot when you're with a partner. Um, yeah. And then you can direct, if you don't want to um, release it by orgasm, you can direct it to what you want to direct it to. Like healing in your body, for example. If you have an illness or an injury or, or something, you can intentionally direct this energy towards that thing or in your partner or to your creativity. But it means so, that you don't spill it out. It means that you don't just get rid of it via ejaculation. It means that you, you use it deliberately. So you're, you're focusing on putting the energy where you want it to go in your body or in somebody else's body, mm -hmm. or even out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Out into the world as well. And to backtrack a couple of steps, because this might sound a little esoteric, um, the way that you start is actually, this is the class that I'm doing. I'm teaching a class in HypnoThoughts and yeah. my, my class is called Sensual Submodalities. And mm -hmm. that's where it all begins is in the submodalities of arousal. That's, that's where you're actually becoming consciously aware of and deliberate about your sexual energy. And for people who don't know what a submodality is, it's the building blocks of how we have experience. So when you're aroused, when you start to get turned on, how do you know you're turned on? Like how you have, um, you, let's see, let me think. So when I know that I'm getting turned on, uh, I can feel more energized for one thing in my body. So I, I have more, I have more energy. It seems like there's a, there's like a sharper focus Yeah. in, in, uh, in my mind. Um, senses get turned up all the better to smell you with exactly that's right my dear <laughs> um and i think i slow down which isn't what i used to do but yeah. it's what i've learned to slow down i used to speed up right and just like kind of like what you said you're you're aiming towards the release and uh, sometimes if I think about like uh, how I used to be, there was a lot of just kind of wanting to get race to the end and, mm -hmm. and get to what you think is the prize where now, now it feels more like the prize is just the process. Like that's what is more interesting to me. Yeah. And the process, when you start to pay attention to those submodalities, of arousal of sexual energy that's when the process becomes way more interesting than the release yeah and yeah. Um, some people who aren't aware of their bodies um, cultivating body awareness is a big part of this because they're like well I, I know I'm turned on because I have a boner well there's a lot of other stuff going on in your body um, <laughs> sensations and, and other things like you said like your senses are actually become more alive you slow down you have more energy there's a lot of things that happen in your body that you can be aware of if you're paying attention. If you're not paying attention, then you don't know until you have an erection. And then you're like, oh, I guess I'm turned on. I guess I better do something with this thing. Get rid of it. And in my mind, that wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking of that because that comes later. Like first yeah. is like the, the that kind of Because you're, you're aware of the whole there. sequence. Some people aren't aware of anything until they have one. And then, um, but if you are, aware of your body, you can actually start to feel 
little bits of something. Like if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody that I can appreciate, whatever, like I appreciate a lot of things. I appreciate voices. I appreciate the way somebody walks, um, maybe hair or I don't know. There's so many things, an appreciation of, of people act and nature and beauty and smells and everything. Music activates you. It doesn't have yeah. to necessarily be specifically erotic or in your, in, in like what you would consider, Oh, that's hot. It doesn't have right. to be hot. Appreciation will start to activate your energy. And once you get into this sort of um, energetic flow, everything can turn you on. Like you'll notice like the more turn, like you may have a, a, a sort of um, repertoire of things that turn you on, but once you get turned on, that repertoire expands and now everything mm -hmm. turns you on, which is why I say, especially the people who are more conservative sexually or who don't have much of a libido, get turned on first, get yourself super aroused first, and then bring in all the fun stuff. Cause that's where mm -hmm. you're going to be open to the fun stuff. You're in a totally different mental state. It's a, it's a trance essentially. And the more you can get into that deeper state of arousal, the more you expand your own um, appreciation for everything out there. It's like a field. You're just like mm, bathing in this appreciation instead of, oh, that's, ew, that's gross. Ew, that's disgusting. Ew, no, mm, don't come at me with that. No, yeah. I have to get into that, that erotic field first. Do you have some tips for somebody who might want to start to learn how to do that, how to build up that practice of getting yeah. turned on by life? Yes, I do. Um, I first learned about this kind of thing. Um, I think I was 19 or something and somebody gave me the book, um, cultivating female sexual, sexual energy by Mantak Chia. Mm -hmm. Um, the, so have a practice, a meditative practice, which is essentially masturbation, but mindful masturbation. So you touch yourself, um, or you think about something and you start to get turned on and you become hyper aware of what's actually happening in my body when I'm getting turned on. So you're, you're breathing, you're getting into a trance state, you're meditating, and you're also pleasuring yourself so that, or somebody can pleasure you so that you become aroused and you start to become aware of all of the nuances of your arousal and what it's like as it builds. Because the better you get at that, the better you're going to get at everything sexually. Mm. And also you're going to train yourself to easily get into that state of high level arousal. The more you do yeah. it, the easier it is to get into. And it's not like, oh, the stars have to be right and, and everything has to align perfectly in order for me to maybe be in the mood. You don't have to be in the mood. You just have to be um, willing to relax into a trance state and to start to activate your body. That's it. So develop an erotic meditative practice. That that's, that's really that is the biggest thing, and that erotic erotic meditative practice will serve you across the board: your sex life, your orgasms, um, your health, like your happiness, everything. That's a really uh, interesting method to 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 get there, and and uh, I'll I'll put a link to that book. Uh, in the chat, I think he all. I'm, I'm certain that he also has like Montak Chia also has a one for men. So I'll put that one in as well. There's one for men. There's one for women. Yeah. There's one for couples. The language is, is quite dry. Um, I actually have recorded meditations that I, I've taken the principles, 
and I put them into something that somebody can listen to where you go into a trance and then you start to move that energy around, feel the submodalities. Um, the one I have for women is quite old. I just re-recorded the male one. I'll give it to you. It's it's actually really, really nice. And oh, that would be um, so yeah, awesome. I'll give that to you. I'll, I'll put a link to that in, in the notes as well. Okay. Great. Um, I'll give your list, you know what, I'll give your listeners a code. So if they want to download it, they can just download it um, rather than buy it. Okay, perfect. Because it's really Um, awesome. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where you can hear about it, but until you do it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And And I I can also think of how it might feel a little bit kind of overwhelming or like, I I just don't know what to do. So if you have somebody guiding you through the process, even if it's a little outside your comfort zone, you have somebody there that's guiding you and and helping you to to move through Mm -hmm. that. And as you, we have this, like we people have this habit, as we get more turned on, we start to get tense. Mm. And I would say as you get more turned on, the more you can sort of surrender into the sensation, the more you're actually going to be aware of that light and that energy inside of you expanding and opening up. And you're like, oh, God, yeah, I am actually feeling tingles everywhere. Oh, I Mm. felt that. I actually felt that light go right up into the top of my head. Mm. But you only get that way if you can relax into it. If if you've got a goal-oriented, you're like this and you're sort of driven – you're going to miss out on it because you're too busy focusing on what's in your head instead of what's actually happening in your body. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Makes me think of, uh, it seems like you might be able to help your partner with that, right? By if if you had somebody who was aware and like, we're going to let you figure out what this feels like for you and then just have them describe what they're experiencing. So let me give an example of how you can help your partner. Um, Yeah, let's let's hear that. I made a, actually, I just posted a, a video of this exact exercise because it was so good. I was like, I have to share this with people. Um, some time ago, I was feeling a disconnect. Um, my partner and I had a little, uh, like a rift. We weren't fighting. Okay. It was just a little, you know, how sometimes there's a misunderstanding and you, you feel a little offense or like whatever. And yeah. then it's fine. You're totally fine. But the next time you go to have sex, you're not like, at least from the female side, I was like, I'm not getting turned on. This is so weird. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's for me not to get turned on. Like that's fucking weird. Like, it's, <laughs> like I don't want to get turned on. And I was like, it feels like honestly. So, and he felt it cause he's really in tune to, to what goes on with me. And um, he was doing everything right. And I was like, you know, it feels like my vagina is on the other side of the room. I know you're doing things to me, but I'm not getting activated. Uh-huh. And a lot of people get like that with they're they're going through the motions of sex, but they're not actually yeah. activated. That energy is not coursing through their body. And so I was like, okay, I know what, okay, I know what we can do about this. And so I had him spoon me and put his hands over my, um, over my chest, like, like this from behind. Mm-hmm. And, um, I said, breathe light in to the top of your head, into your heart. Fill your heart with that light and then send it through your hands into my heart. Mm-hmm. That was step one. I might be getting the steps wrong, but they're in the recording, so it doesn't matter. It's just 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I had him move um, his hand. So we did that for a little bit until I felt a shift. It was like a warmth. 
and it was like yeah. kind of spreading, right? So then I said, okay, um, now put your hands over my breasts mm -hmm. and direct it into my, my actual breasts. Mm -hmm. And um, I had him imagine because he was like totally, he was totally new to energy stuff at, when we did okay. this. Like this was not, it wasn't like he was adept. He was, he was just doing what I told him to do. So yeah. then the light went down. I said, bring it down into your genitals and back up into your heart and then into my chest. So we did that. And it was like watercolor paint dropping into my nipples and like spreading and waking up my chest. And I was like, okay, here we go. So then I had him put one hand on my heart and the other hand down, um, like over my vulva, like sort of like over like, like this. And it was like, whoosh, I, it, the heat just went like right down. And I was like, okay, we're fucking on. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. was like, because whatever, whatever it was, my body had, had created a block. And if you think like such a little thing that we had totally gotten over created that kind of a block in my body where we had to sort of activate it again. Um, think about people who actually have like big fights with their partner or breaches of trust or trauma that happened a long time ago that they never actually reactivated their body over. So this sort of, um, this sex energy, it's not just to be used for erotic pleasure. You can actually use it to open up your partner, to, to help heal them to develop intimacy and closeness between the two of you. It's really, really wonderful for that. I, I just, uh, what I like about everything that you just described there is it actually, you know, this is a, this is a podcast about trance states, how you can use them. And you yeah. described multiple ones all in there. So we, you talked about energy work and you talked about using your imagination. And so really hypnosis was in there just yeah. having him, you know, just telling your partner to do the things he does, giving him suggestions. And then, uh, and then that created the sexual energy that we're talking about here, which led to that trance state of being turned on, yeah. which is really yeah. ultimately a trance state. Yep. Love it. It's, this is a really fantastic. What, if you had one, something, one thing that you wanted to leave all the listeners with, what would that be? It would be to open your mind to the potential of using sexual energy really, really, really powerfully. If you think of sex energy and you sort of allow all of the ideas that you have around sexual energy, energy is just energy. Ener energy is just energy and, and we see it through different lenses. And those lenses are all colored with belief systems, your own mm -hmm. belief systems, your cultural belief system, and we're unaware of most of them, yeah. totally unaware. And if you can come into the core distillation of that pure light, then the sky's the limit. Like there's nothing you can't do with it. If you allow yourself to sort of let those um, barriers, those beliefs, those blocks, and those sort of ideas dissolve and see it for what it is, then um, yeah, the potential is limitless. Limitless potential. Limitless, Love it. Yes. Freya, if somebody is interested in connecting with you or finding you online, like what what's the best way to uh, stay in touch with you? Keep There's a lot of ways to stay in touch. The easiest ones are to join my Facebook group. I have a Facebook group called The Sensualist. And in the Facebook link, if you do the, the groups, it's forward slash Freya Norton because The Sensualist was taken. 
So um, my Facebook group, I have to give you permission to come in because it is a private group where people are supposed to feel safe and open to talk about things. Um, another one is to check out my website. It's www.thesensualist.org. And I mean, no, it's thesensualist.ca. They, they both go to the same website. And my website okay. is, I mean, my email is freya at thesensualist.org. Great. Uh, I will make sure to have all of these different links in the short show notes so people can easily connect with you. Wonderful. Uh, is, is there anything that I forgot to ask you, Freya? No, this was really great. This is very thorough. Thank you so much for sticking around for the entire episode. I, I hope you gained a lot from that. And if you learned something, if you enjoyed that episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to expand this message, to make sure that other people that are interested in these types of super states can get this information as well. It would really mean a lot to me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through your favorite platform or even on YouTube so you can stay up to date with super states. And make sure to let me know what topics or guests you'd like me to cover in future episodes. You can just respond in the comments, or you can find me on almost all the social medias out there at Joshua R-E-Y Peters, Joshua Ray Peters. Don't be shy. I'm going to answer every comment that I get. I'll see you all next week. And remember, you carry the seeds of change inside. So stay flexible, keep growing, and embrace your transformation.